Thanks for waiting, podcast. I'm Brandon, and I'm sitting here with Joe. Hey, yo. And I'm sitting here with Ja. Hey. And I don't know about you guys, but I want to take a submachine gun and I want to blow up a helicopter. Me too. Yeah. Oh, it, only it, for the experience. Yeah. You know, just so I could say I could intend. And if you're guessing that our movie this week is going to be a high fly action movie because of what I just said, you'd be wrong because it's. The Beast Must Die, a 1974 werewolf movie. Ooh. Uh, 1974. Who done it? Werewolf movie. Ooh. Ooh. I think they'd be right about the action for about 10 minutes of the movie. Yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> like, sprinkled throughout. Like, you get like two minutes here, like a minute there. Mostly dialogue. It's a lot of dialogue in this it's movie. Good old dialogue movie. Yeah. But. Uh, and it's like a it's like a really cool time capsule though of of the early seventies. I have to say the way this filmed, like you hear the crackle and the sound, you know the Dude. picture. The picture of this movie has just like you know the cigarette burns in it, and switching <laughs> reels and yeah. Whenever I watch green. like a, a movie this old, I I do think, man, I got to watch more of these movies because it, it yeah. forces me to pay attention. There's so much dialogue, so little action. And you just like need to pay attention to the acting and the story, which is something you miss in a lot of movies these days. Yeah, a lot of it's more about the, uh, <laughs> the action than like uh, the special effects and the gore and stuff than the actual like plot and acting. Yeah, I would I would not yeah. say that there's a lot of gore in this movie, yeah. if any. I don't remember any significant gore. There's a couple. There's a couple throat things. Barely. Yeah. Um. This movie's directed by uh, Paul Annette. Annette. And uh, yeah, he he's like a he's a UK director. Um, he did a lot of he did a lot of TV series. He did some Doctor Who. Ooh. Um, yeah, he just he did a lot of UK series. This is literally from what I can see. I mean, he did he did a Peter Pan movie called Never Neverland in 1980. But besides that, uh, this is pretty much like his own mo- his only movie credit. The m- most of what he did after that is uh, in TV. So this was. Definitely filmed in England. Yes, this is this is this is definitely an English mm-hmm. movie, like by far an English movie. Right, but uh, it was distributed by British Lion Films. That's your first hint. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think anyone ever had like an English accent, though. I think it was more like just like a sophisticated, like Shakespearean sort of accent, but like American. There's there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of native uh, native uh, Britishmen in this. Okay. But I guess the people in this film were supposed to be from all over the world. Oh, like the character, or, like the characters yeah, themselves, like the makes, people that uh, yeah. Tom Newcliffe invited to his house. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, I, see that. I say that in a way that means like they're all white, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but still, yeah. like all over, like you know, all the white guys from every country, <laughs> <laughs> the highest of class. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I chose. I'm the one who chose this movie this week, and well, I, why'd you do it? I mean, I just chose this movie because you know I love werewolf movies. You know, I'm sure we'll do more. You know, we'll do it more over time. You know, mm-hmm. I'm I'm a transformation whore. Yeah, but uh, 
this movie, I think, probably goes down in the history books as the quickest werewolf transformation of all time. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. That's what you and, get when you have a no budget transformation. Yes, this, this movie is very low budget, and that's actually the reason why they used a German Shepherd in this movie <laughs> rather than like an actual werewolf is just because of budget constraints. I mean, I don't know how you guys felt about that. I kind of loved it. I mean, I was like, "Damn, dude, it's like lean into this German Shepherd in a sweater as a werewolf." Yeah, yeah. I'm just. They wouldn't shy away from it. They showed it every time there was a werewolf. They showed like a close up of this German Shepherd werewolf. I was like, yeah. He looked like he was trying to play like Simba, like in a play. (laughs) Yeah, this is my moment. Yeah, Uh, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not a really big fan of the whole, you know, werewolf that, like, when you're a werewolf and you just turn into a a regular wolf. Mm -hmm. I'm just not a fan of that. Like, I like. The human, like when you're just a, like a regular human with hair, like a teen wolf, I like that. I like lycanthrope. Uh, lycanthrope's the best, obviously, you know, like American yeah. Werewolf in London, that kind of thing. Yeah. Where you like, it actually looks like a humanoid wolf rather than just you turning into a wolf. Because that's just anamorphs. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, this, this werewolf looked like a German shepherd with some extra hair. Yeah. yeah, I'd, I'd yeah. give it. I'd, I'd give you know. I'm, yeah. you know, I'm just gonna be bold here and just give this like a zero out of ten as far as a werewolf goes. <laughs> they, they put through the effort of getting an actual dog. So D- how hard is it to get an actual dog? Uh, probably not that hard, honestly. I mean, we don't Wait, have much information. I mean, Josh, on this. Can we borrow one of your dogs? Absolutely. Boom! Werewolf movie. Ah, <laughs> oh, there we go. Yeah. You <laughs> yeah. right. Stevie. She looks like a wolf. Yeah, werewolf movie in the works. 2024. <laughs> Joe, do you have any base facts you want to you want to throw at us before we get into this juicy plot? Uh, yeah. Due to the small budget, the werewolf was played by a German Shepherd. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't say. I do. Say. You don't say. Wow. <laughs> no, I mean this was this was produced by Amicus uh, Productions, which is everybody uh, associates them with the Hammer films, which have more of like a gothic horror sense. They did Dracula, they did Frankenstein, they did The Mummy. Yeah, like yeah. Christopher Lee, Dracula, and, right. and, and such. And Amicus Films did more present day horrors. They did Tales from the Crypt, they did this movie. Uh, I, they weren't as popular, so that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they capped it. But uh, yeah, so... Not a bad I'm, resume. Definitely not bad. Um, yeah, so I, that's pretty much all I got. This movie flew under the radar for the most part. Uh, it's Amicus Films' only werewolf movie. It is. It it is the only werewolf movie, or it's the first of its kind to have like a break in it to oh, identify, like a yeah. mystery break, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. The werewolf break. Yes. It, yes. In the movie, it's called a werewolf break. This, but this movie's basically Clue. But um, and I, I heard that the well, I read, <laughs> I read that the director actually uh hated that werewolf break and it was the it was one of the producers that was actually like no i think this is a good idea let's like let's have a break so he he kind of didn't have any influence on that yeah so i mean hey you know you, you play the da- play the hand you're, you're held you know you get to make a movie yeah, yeah. true i mean they, the only other thing i got is that robert shaw was going to play the lead robert shaw from you know quinn from jaws right yeah he was going to play the lead but they went a different direction. And they went the black exploitation direction. So Right, with Calvin Lockhart. I mean it was hot. The black exploitation was definitely hot at the time. But you know, we'll 
we'll get to that when we talk to talk about Calvin and we once we get into this. But you know, I'm glad they went with Calvin. Yeah. He was yeah. so good. Oh my yeah. god, he was so good. He's the best part of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm so good. <laughs> I am so good. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, without any further ado, let's get up in this. Uh this movie starts out with a a zoom out of a still werewolf. Uh, I mean, this picture of a werewolf in the beginning looked better than the actual werewolf. <laughs> That's true. Because it doesn't even look like the werewolf. It, this looks like a, like an actual werewolf, not just like a dog. <laughs> um, but it, but uh, we start out with it, uh, you know, werewolf in the background reads as such. We got, this film is a detective story in which you are the detective. It's a good, it's a good attention getter, I think. Yeah, this is when you realize that this movie's going to be corny as hell. Yeah, because it continues. The question is not who is the murderer, <laughs> but who is the werewolf. Yeah. yeah the, do you guys feel like there's a lot of like German pronunciation in this movie? Like, I feel like when they said werewolf in this movie and stuff, they'd be like werewolf, werewolf. Um, I didn't get that. Do you think this was a German influence film? Well, I watched the movie twice. Mm -hmm. And on my second viewing, I was like surprised at how German it was because uh, Peter Peter Cushing's character, Dr. Lundgren. Yeah. He's German as hell. Yeah. (laughs) And I feel like every, I feel like he just like rubs off on everyone because everyone else is just like, nine. Mm -hmm. Like (laughs) everyone else is just kind of like getting in it. Like Like, I got to act more like this guy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and then after that, it goes on. It's like, after all the clues have been shown, you will get a chance to give your answer. Yeah. So basically, this is just setting up the werewolf break. Oh, we'll say that. That, that intro got me like going like, oh, man, I'm like obligated to do something by the end of this. It's like, <laughs> so like I had to like pay attention. But, yeah. And I mean, if you would think that the werewolf break comes at the dead center of this movie. You'd be wrong. Like, right. literally the last 15 minutes you get it. Yeah. Sort of makes sense. I mean, you know, they're not going to reveal the werewolf like halfway through the film. They're going to reveal it at the very end. Yeah, and honestly, on my second watch as well, um, I was kind of like looking for little clues to who the werewolf was. And you get a little bit, like you get like the blaring things that happen throughout the movie, but... There's not too much, like, thi- there's not really too much to sway it in either direction. Yeah. Opposed to, like, what the movie's, like, trying to, like, get you, like, it's foot! It's foot! <laughs> it's fucking foot! Yeah, but we all know those tricks. Like, I don't think any of us was fooled by, like, the whole, you know, it's definitely this guy. And then yeah. Who's the, yeah. the werewolf at the break? It kind of is, though. You got fooled? What do you mean? Like, it kind of is, like, they do, like, have a character where it's like, it's this guy, look what he's doing. That's what I mean. I mean, I don't think any of us were fooled by that at the werewolf break, because I know you guys definitely really thought about it at the werewolf break, and you got to guess for yourself. We'll get to the werewolf break. I was, like, guessing throughout, thinking guessing, just like, I'll bet it's this. (laughs) Never mind, (laughs) because I won't bet it, but I guess it's it. Yeah. No. Yeah, we'll get to the werewolf break when we thought about it, but. Uh, well, next we get a shot of a mountain road, uh, the establishing shot showing that like we're out in the middle of nowhere here. Um, it's right by a lake, and we got some nice, upbeat 70s music. This was about a five-minute shot just to showcase the goddamn 70s music in this movie. 
Yeah, the whole movie's scored. It's not scored like a horror movie. It's not scored like a werewolf movie. It's scored like a, an episode of Star, Starsky and Hutch. Yeah. Well, it's scored by Douglas Gamley, who's an Australian composer. And he did like a lot of Amicus films. He did uh, Tales from the Crypt. He did From Beyond the Grave. That's very interesting. I mean, he scored this movie <laughs> very, very, uh, very seventies cop type of. Yeah. It's funky. It's it's very funky. Yeah. He kept me in it. See, this was like we want to make sure that people, fucking fifty years from now, know when this movie was made. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, it's so seventies. It's it's amazing. <laughs> um, next we see a dude uh, flying a helicopter. Um, it looks like he's looking for someone, and then boom, we see a man hauling ass on the ground, and that is that's our character Tom Newcliffe, uh, and that's played by Calvin Lockhart. Uh, Calvin Lockhart, I I I feel like he saved this entire movie. Like his performance in this movie is just so <laughs> good. Um, you'll see when we get to those parts, but um, he was they were gonna go into a different direction with an actor, as Joe was saying earlier, but they did go with Calvin just for because like black exploitation was coming in to the uh, mainstream here, and uh, you know it was really popular at this time, and uh, he was you know he was like a popular actor in that, so they grabbed him thinking they could get a little clout. There you go. Do you recognize him from anything else? Uh, not immediately. Did you? No, but after looking, I like he's in Predator too. Yeah, I was. He looked familiar to me. I I knew I know I saw him for something. I didn't know that. Yeah, but I didn't look into it either. But I was like, I know him, but not immediately for me. I mean, this was this movie's kind of before our time. Yeah, for being honest, a little, a little bit, a little bit. But you know, you got to go back and look sometime. Right. Yeah, I mean, we'll be doing like 1940s movies here mm-hmm. pretty soon, I'm sure, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. We'll, we'll definitely <laughs> yeah, be yeah, in yeah, this yeah, black definitely. and white, you know. Uh, Calvin Lockhart, man. Great. I mean, he, he's the only reason I watched this entire movie without like space now. I just wanted to see what he was yeah, doing next. Pretty much like every scene he's in, he just like really kills it. He's, I mean, you could tell that the, his character was definitely an influence for a lot of... Um, different like uh characters coming forth the badass dude he is a badass dude he's a super rich hunter (laughs) Mm. nothing more badass than that um he's running through the woods helicopters chasing him uh we see a car searching on the ground full of soldiers uh you know tom stops running he checks his map uh, we see this is where we see kind of like we start to see our surroundings here. He's in the woods. We see like you know there's like cameras like stationed in trees, <laughs> um, which is kind of weird. Uh, so we know he's being watched. Um, we see and then we see someone in a control room, and uh, you know he's just like sitting in this control room, like you know he's like I have scanner contact. Yeah. You know he's just like you know he's puppeteering mm-hmm. this whole thing. He's got like radar, um, he's got like radar, he's got motion sensors, got everything up there. Right. Like luring the soldiers to where um, Tom Newcliffe is it? Mm-hmm. Is that? Uh, well, the helicopter, find, he finds uh, Tom running, uh, running in a field. 
And then uh, it chases or Tom goes back, you know, he goes back in those woods, gets that tree cover. You know what I mean? You, you mm-hmm. can't get that aerial view. You need that tree cover. You know what I'm saying, John? Yeah. <laughs> that tree cover. Yeah. Tree cover, baby. You know? um, this is when we get that, we get like a sweet, now this, now if, if there's anything about 70s movies, I think we can say that they, they kind of, they kind of popularize the, the, like the hard zoom. Like right. when, you, when you, they like zoom into someone's face. Um, we get a sweet zoom shot uh, on Tom's face after he like stops running um, and he just like he just he stops running and this camera just zooms right up in his face you know mm-hmm. gets, gets, gets that going um, he keeps running while uh, the guy in the control room is actually uh, his he turns out to be Pavel 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 pa- <laughs> yeah Pavel he's almost played by uh, Donald Pleasant that would that would have been sweet. Yeah. Um, well, Anton Driffring, Driffing, Driffring. Um, he got the part. Uh, he did pretty good. Well, I like Pavel. I think he, I think yeah. he like he keeps it in there. You know, keeps it, he keeps it right. He's yeah. one of my favorite characters. Too. Yeah, definitely second favorite. I mean, he he definitely like he definitely uh, loses <laughs> he 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 loses to himself in a way. And we'll get to that. I thought his part was so badass, but yeah, we'll get to it. yeah. But yeah, I mean, he's in a, he's he's in a lot of stuff in the seventies and uh, early eighties. Um, I don't specifically like really recognize him from anything. I don't know if you guys did. Um, so Pavel gives the coordinates of where Tom is. You know, he's like he says like target heading towards map reference two six three four seven five. Like he's just like really getting in mm-hmm. there with these technical technical terms. You know, he's giving them, he's giving them longitudes, he's giving them latitudes, fuck. He's giving them all the toots. Exactly, what are you supposed to do? You're gonna sit get caught. Yeah. yeah, sit back and get caught. Yeah, take it. Um, and this is where we see the whole Jeep, uh, it, it was a Jeep, right? Called it a Jeep? Which is <laughs> like an army car? Yeah, I don't well, know. Army, army cars car. back then, the Jeeps were yeah, the original like army cars. Like. <laughs> so, um, well, this army car has a shit ton of armed soldiers in it. Um, a couple get out, keep they keep on driving. Um we see uh we see Tom uh, making his way through the thick brush. Uh, he stumbles on the ground and a soldier comes on right right on him. Um Pav- Yeah, Pavel like tells the soldier. So like Tom's like dead to rights right here. And uh the so like Pavel just like tells the soldier, you know, he's like, You'll get another chance. Let go. But no, he's, he's like, bang, you're dead. The soldier says that to Tom. And then Tom says, like, a fucking. That's not yet, Joe. Oh. Right. <laughs> um, this, yeah, this is when uh, he, like, has him. And then Pavel just says, like, you know, you'll get another chance. Let him go. So that soldier just, like, runs away. Um, so Tom gets up. He starts hauling ass. And he sees that there's, there's cameras and there's ground mics now. There's, like, mics that are just sticking out of the ground. Yeah. Um, and this is where Tom's going, and another soldier finds him, and he. This is where he says, "You're dead." And then uh, Calvin turns around, and Joe, what do you say? Uh, Josh, why don't you go ahead? Brandon, you go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Calvin looks at this guy, and he's like, "Not until you pull that trigger, boy." Uh, I remember that. One. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, <laughs> that's a good line. And then uh, he, my favorite line. He does pull the trigger. <laughs> that, that's not my favorite line. He pulls the trigger, but nothing happens. 
Yeah, pretty much. Is it so? So it's a fake gun, you know. So yeah, you know, yeah. it's kind of feeling weird. Um, Tom keeps going. Another soldier finds him. Um, puts his <laughs> puts his gun to Tom's head. <laughs> but uh, but Tom keeps going. <laughs> Tom just says fuck that. Um, finally, Pavel uh, he gives the go ahead to intercept and kill. So you know he's just you know he's being real dramatic here. Uh, Pavel uh, he comes out of the woods. So like uh Tom actually he comes out of the woods he finds uh what looks to be a bunch of like super rich upper class people having dinner on a lawn or lunch and uh so then he like he turns around there's four soldiers behind him all like mm-hmm. pointing their guns he starts to walk forward and they shoot uh, <laughs> um so <laughs> all the rich people are just like oh god yeah. They start running towards them. Uh, soldiers run away. Uh, <laughs> and we get this like, we get this like, it starts to like slowly zoom out here, right? And then um, we get to see it's a, we see it on a TV monitor. And we see Tom there watching it. What the fuck? Well, what did you guys what think of that fuck? opening? Yeah. Well, that. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Hold on. I'm like, oh man, is he like, a, I'm like, well, it can't be if we have to get, like, because, yeah. There, I didn't want to say anything in the middle of the fish, but yeah, that whole thing, I was like, it, right. I, I thought he was being hunted, and then, like, they're toying with him with the whole, like, you know. Like you said, it told us off front, like, you gotta guess who this yeah, werewolf I, is. Yeah, and I was like, but they're like, I'm like, this guy, so I didn't realize he was just, like, testing the yeah. equipment. But was, what an opening, man. What what a way to draw you in. Yeah. I mean, or, I was or, I was a fan. Yeah, or I thought like maybe they assumed that this guy was and I thought they were just jumping right into this whole hunt. Right. I mean, that's kind of what I thought too. I thought they would assume that this person was the werewolf. He turned out not to be the werewolf and they're going to he's going to help them hunt it. But you know, that's just like from knowing nothing about the movie. I yeah. thought it was a good opening. <laughs> Thank you for the permission. Well, he's sitting there. He's watching himself on TV. And uh, this is where Pavel says, blanks, of course. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, Tom, he's satisfied with that little extra effort that Pavel takes. Uh, Tom says that he saw the cameras. And uh, this is the point of the movie, like literally like three lines into uh, Tom talking where I'm just like, damn, this guy's cool as all fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, just hearing yep. him talk to this guy a little bit. Like, what about the cameras? Mm-hmm. Can't they be destroyed? <laughs> and you're just like, God damn it. Like, I almost wish this guy would have been Lando. <laughs> I mean, well, he, 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 he acts his ass off. Yeah. Yeah. He, he just, like, he's just real good what he's True. doing. Parallel universe. Maybe he is Lando. <laughs> yeah. All right. Who knows? Uh, uh, Pav- Pavel uh, then reveals that uh, he has an underground grid pattern going on like he's got all the stops going uh, which uh, is so it's under the surface it like detects human footsteps up to the range of one mile so like they're really dealing with some shit you know Tom asks like you know what if what if a deer like moves into the grid and this is where Pavel says you know the machine analyzes and grades every vibration some like serious 1974 technology. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
<laughs> and then so, you, I mean, it's saying that it could like identify a deer from a raccoon, right? Yeah, it says it's com- computerized to identify a bird, beast, or man. Damn. My God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tom then asks about the house, and then they're like, "This." I thought the the wording here was weird. He's like, "What about the house? What about that house?" <laughs> you know, right? Uh, he's like, what about that house in Pavel? Uh, you know, there's a pressure strip there underground, so nothing can cross it without setting off the alarm. Which has some good shit, you know? That shit's pretty good. And then... Pretty expensive. That's when Powell says, uh, you know, your house. <laughs> you know, we'll we get the be background. Okay. So that's Tom's house. So Tom is a rich man. That's pretty much all we get about him, too. He's just a rich guy. A rich hunter. Yeah, I mean, he's like, he's involved in board meetings, and I think that's all we get about the business that he actually Did you guys ever suspect, like, even for a second, that maybe Tom was a werewolf? Yeah, in the very beginning. (laughs) We'll get that. I mean, that one scene when they're passing, like, the candles. Yeah, yeah, they just, like, skipped them. I mean, I just figured because, like, I was like, is it just because he's, like, the host? Why would a werewolf hunt a werewolf? Yeah. Right. I mean, I, like, I wasn't buying it, but I was like, like I wonder. Like, yeah, but didn't, Neo, maybe. Yeah. Or like, it was like, a, I don't realize that I'm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I um, didn't even know. Oh my God. I just kind of go to sleep and then wake up and realize that everyone, like, <laughs> figure there must be a werewolf around them. Yeah, every time I go to sleep, like, so, there's <laughs> hey, a werewolf incident. God damn. Every time I fall asleep, a werewolf attacks everybody. Yeah, I love. Yeah, yeah, wake me up next time. <laughs> Uh, Pavel, he's got to ask Tom a question here. You know, he's like, he's like, I, I got one question. Why? Why all this? You know, protection. It's a great mm-hmm. question. And then Tom says, "Simple against whom?" You know, mm-hmm. he says, "You're either the hunter or the hunted," and he's always the hunter. Whoa. Um, and then he says, he then Tom hits us with. Money buys things. Men shape events. Come on. That's pretty deep. Come on. That's pretty sick. <laughs> uh, he tells Pavel that the uh, security is going to help him hunt the biggest game of all. Which, you know, they kind of, I feel like they kind of allude to the fact that it's a human. Like, that's kind of like what I was like picking up in this scene because. He's like looking, I think he's looking at the camera of like all the people in the yard at this point. Yeah. Yeah. He, and then like, he's like looking at him like the biggest game of all. Hmm. And you know, it's a human. Well, the, there's that short story, the most dangerous game. Um, yeah. I, I feel like this movie's probably, I, I, I feel it, like, I feel like this movie might be based on I, uh, some sort of, I saw it was based off a book. I forgot that, but. Like right, that, of course, it's based off There Shall Be No Darkness by, Dame, by James Blish. Thank you, Joe. That's why we got Joe facking us whenever we need it. My fucking everybody, Joe. Everybody knows that. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so this is when he, uh, so after that, uh, he points to the monitor showing some people. Uh, we get his, and then after that, we get like the zoom in on uh, Pavel's face. <laughs> Just random zoom in on Pavel's face. It's weird. This movie's kind of like... I don't know who shot it or like how they did the cinematography, but like in the beginning, it's like all zoom ins. In the middle, it's all like framing. Like they keep like trying to do like framing shots. 
And I, I don't know if that's just like three people who just filmed this movie or yeah, what, but it's just like they're like, oh, I'm just gonna feel this out. It's like, okay, like I just needed a job, man. Like, <laughs> like and Joe, we both like, know that our uh, facts aficionado know does know what the cinematographer on this movie is. Well, yeah. yeah, I mean it's it's Jack Hilliard, but still, I mean I don't, <laughs> I don't know like exactly. I I couldn't like tell you any other film he's done except for like Caesar and Cleopatra or Anastasia in 1956 or the Sundowners in 1960. I mean, 55 Days of Parking in 1963 or Battle of the Bulge in 1965. He's reading it right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Not just a quick insight is uh, Joe's not just a fact man, he was a camera person at one point. So he knows a little something about. Zooming in on faces, yeah, not as much right. as you'd think, Josh. Yeah, no, Brand's gonna try to play it down, but it's true. True, I know how to like pan a camera over. All right, yeah, listen, Joe, Joe, and I both worked at our local news, and he they don't need the backstory, Brandon. He literally Let's just get worked, into the story. No, no, he literally worked <laughs> on it. He was a camera person that moved a camera slightly to the right and then back to center. Okay. Yeah, let's just get that out there. If the framing wasn't right, consider yourself caught, man. Ruthless. All right. Well, next we have Tom, and he's talking to all these rich people, and uh, we get we get a a, uh, they ask him like, "Why you got shot? Like, so why'd you get shot on your front lawn, Tom?" And he says, "You know, just checking the security system." Um, He then says that he invited them all to a place because they have one common thing in. One thing. <laughs> <laughs> they got one thing in common. Right. Death. So first off, we have Bennington. He's played by Charles Gray. So Bennington was a, a United States delegate. Uh, two, two members of his grubby entourage mysteriously disappeared. He was exonerated. But they kicked him out. And now he's a TV personality. He looks at Tom after saying that to him and he says, I don't have to take that kind of talk from you. And Joe, what does he say? You just did. Mm. Yeah. That was my favorite line of the whole movie. It was so good. I don't have to take that kind of talk from you. You just did. (laughs) And like, dude, the actor, uh, the actor playing Bennington, uh, Charles Gray, he just, just, you can see him like crack (laughs) up. Like he just, like you can see his character laughing like right after he gets burned with it. (laughs) It's, it's just such a good line. That might be part of the character, because like even if someone said that to you in real life, I like, mean, you'd oh, be like, "Oh, oh that's pretty good. That's pretty good." You got me. Yeah, <laughs> no, like, he burned him. Um, so he introduces the next person as as the maestro, which is actually a Jan, which mm-hmm. is J A N Jan. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I had Jan. the subtitles on when I was watching it, so I thought his name was Jan. But it is Yes, it is Jan. I thought his name was Maestro for a while. <laughs> <laughs> but his name's Jan. Um, he's an international car- concert pianist. Uh, he plays all over the world, or he used to. Um, n- there's certain U- European capitals uh, where he isn't welcome uh, because there were nasty killings in the cities where he played. Ooh. All the victims... Found with their throats ripped out. Come on. Come on. Jan is, he's looking, for, he's looking like a top suspect. What more evidence do you need? Uh, 
Next, we got Tom. He's talking, and Caroline, his wife, stops him. And uh, she's like, I hope you're not about to ruin this weekend. You know, I'm not really sure what she thinks is going on, but <laughs> Tom didn't tell her, allegedly. 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 Sorry. Allegedly. Allegedly. He says, if you're trying to protect Davina. Davina. That he didn't invite her there just because he was a friend. She's on her, she's there on her own account. So sometimes when Davina Gilmore is is at a house party, you end up a guest short. Some poor woman, a man half dead and half eaten. That's kind of weird, right? Because like, <laughs> it's very weird. <laughs> you know, like, if she does turn out to be innocent, the fuck is that about? Bad luck, I guess. Yeah, it's fucking. Don't hang out with Davina. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. Hey, Davina, um, gonna go for a cliff hike or something? <laughs> I'm like, next up is Mr. Foot, um, and. It, <laughs> He knows all about eating uh, human flesh. Oh, yeah. He went to prison <laughs> for it. Um, and then this is where he says, like, uh, you know, he used to be a doctor and he was in medical school. And they, like, all kind of had this pact to just, like, try some human meat from a cadaver. So. There he goes. You know, he's looking, I mean, he's looking kind of suspect. <laughs> <laughs> I just decided to eat some human meat. No big deal. It's kind of a crazy backstory. I I guess I, I expected them all to have, like... He's just curious. I, he doesn't really have death, like, following him. He just yeah. ate a piece of human flesh, unless he did it a couple times. Well, you gotta be around death to eat some human flesh. Good point. But he was a doctor. I don't know. I don't know. Well, uh, next, next off, we have a real doctor. Dr. Lundry. Played by Peter Cushing. Oh, yeah. Very popular the actor. Famous. They don't give him too much to do in this movie, but the parts that he does, yeah, he does them pretty well. Um, but yeah, I mean, you you know, people know Peter Cushing as you know Star Wars. Oh my like, yeah. Uh, he was in Dracula. One yeah. Of, uh, yeah. 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 Uh, and about a hundred fifty other things. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, he was a big part of Hammer <laughs> Productions. Yes. Yeah, so he's very very popular actor. I think like literally like 150. Uh, you see how many fucking movies he's done? Oh yeah, <laughs> like that's good. That's like almost Jackie Chan said. <laughs> yeah, he brings it back to Jackie. And Jackie, it always comes back to Jackie. <laughs> yeah. Um. So he's like he's saying that his uh his favorite subject is archaeology, but that's not his passion. He has an overwhelming interest. In the Lugaru. <laughs> uh, but he calls it uh, Rolik. Oh. Uh, but it's all the same. It's human flesh torn out and eaten. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Come Ew. on. That, that's semen. That's kind of, you know, that's they, semen. there's no way. There's <laughs> no way they got a, such a big name as Peter Cushing and not making him the werewolf, right? There's right. no way. No. That's no. That's no. That's as soon as I saw him, I was like, werewolf. Mm. Mm. Really? <laughs> but he has he has to be doing something, right? He's not just and gonna he, be a background. And character. he's the do- the expert in it. Yeah, come on. Uh, uh, come on. We'll come get on. we'll get there, but like it, it crossed my mind. I definitely considered it, uh, I, but I wasn't. I, I, did, I wasn't trying to be I, fooled. I guess by that, someone you know? else before him. Mm-hmm. Well, 
I won't say it. Okay. I'll, 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 yeah, we'll wait. I'll wait give it the 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 Save it for the werewolf break. Yeah. Come on. I'm coming on. I'm coming on you. Let's go. Uh, so this is where Tom uh, he reveals to them that he believes he's sitting there in a room, and one of them is a werewolf. Werewolf. I believe that one of them is a werewolf. Um, so we get a weird. Can't quote anyone. We kind of get like a we get a weird jump cut here to like Caroline, like in her her like pajamas on the bed like did they just get done fucking yeah in, in oh yeah for probably sure just done sleeping 100%. yes right so they just got done fucking. Yeah. probably just done cuddling um and then she says it's like you know you, you know tom doesn't joke around about anything and then you know tom he sits there you know right after a, a fresh uh fornication and <laughs> <laughs> What is a werewolf movie? We're gonna use some, you know, primal terms. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll allow it. We'll allow it. Um, but he lights himself a cigar and he says, I've never been so serious in my whole life. Dang. You could tell this guy doesn't joke. He doesn't crack a, a single joke the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Well, Caroline wants to send them home, but Tom says He's like, things are easy to give up, but a dream, a dream of hunting and facing what no man has ever trapped before, to give up that dream? No way. No way. And then Caroline says, you know, she's like sitting there doing her makeup. Tom's about to leave the room and she's like, she says, if I'm the werewolf and it turns out to be me, uh, what happens? And then he just like, he turns, there's like a naked picture of her. Like, yeah, he like turns and looks at it and she's like, mm. yeah, well, I still have this. So yeah. And, then and, just, yeah. and he makes a gun that points a, like a finger gun at her and just goes like, pow. You didn't find it funny. No, nah, it was pretty funny. <laughs> um, so this is where we get yawn and uh, he's trying to get out of there, dude. He is getting in his car and he's fucking out. And uh, so he peels out, and then Tom goes after him. We get our, we got ourselves a Fast and Furious car chase. Yeah, all about the family. Yes, <laughs> family. Uh, so Tom knows all the shortcuts around this bitch, obviously, because this is this is his place. You know, this is his land. Yeah, this was such a long car chase. It's a very long car chase, but we do get some sweet sacks in the yeah. chase music, like yeah. like beep 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 beep. It's like some seventies. Oh my god, it's so good. Yeah, dum, dum, super good saxophone. Um, Tom finally cuts him off after twenty minutes, and uh, he cuts him off to the point where uh, Jan stops, just like, just like a couple inches away from Tom's car. Yeah, it was, it was a crazy stop. Yeah, and, not safe. And Jan's just like, oh hey, yeah. <laughs> what's up, man? I was just going to the village, man. What's up? Yeah. Um, At this point, you're like, it's Jan. It's yeah, Jan. exactly. Yeah. Um, he's he's like, no big deal. Um, Tom says that uh, he's Tom's like, looks to me like you were trying to escape. And uh, you know, Jan, uh, he can't believe that Tom thinks that there's actually a werewolf. And then. Uh, Tom kind of thinks that he's like, he's like, who are you trying to protect? Davina? 
You know, so Tom like yeah. is automatically thinking he's trying to protect <clears throat> someone. Um, but you know, he goes back there and then we get Tom back at the control center with Pavel. Um, he's saying by the end of the night, he's going to know who it is. And, uh, this is where we get like, we get some, we get some, uh, we get some background on Pavel here where he says that he left Poland, his home country, uh, because they believed in all that shit of like werewolves and wolf Mm -hmm. and all that. And he's like, I left for that. Yeah, and just finds himself in, involved with this like crazy rich dude. His whole like purpose of being yeah. is to kill a werewolf. He's like, God me. damn it! Here we go again. Uh, they look on the monitor and they see Jan uh, walking with Davina. Uh, and then this is where Tom, like Tom, saying that they, he hasn't played in a year. Jan hasn't played music in a year. Fuck you, doing Jan? Because he was <laughs> sick with a virus. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, so this is where Pavel says, uh, she looks, so she's like, maybe, maybe it's Davina. And then uh, Pavel says, it looks like butter wouldn't melt in her mouth. <laughs> what the fuck's that supposed to mean? Well, it gets even better. This is where, uh, <laughs> and she's cold. <laughs> this is where, <laughs> this is where Tom goes. Maybe she prefers meat. <laughs> Raw. He says right, that. right. Just like that. I mean, he I meant... Help to just sit there like... <laughs> Come on. <laughs> he meant... <laughs> Maybe she does. <laughs> he meant like human flesh. Penis. That is human flesh. <laughs> that is human flesh. Well, if it's a human penis. <laughs> All right. We should probably <laughs> keep going. Right, right, right. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, weird dialogue. I mean, I, they probably weren't like self cognizant of it when they were writing it back then, but it is yeah. funny. And then have a bunch of youngsters like us being like, <laughs> meat. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And this is where this is where they like put some more background on this Paul Foot fella. Now, if you were to if you were to <laughs> describe Paul Foot, he looks like he looks like the British uh, or not the British the uh. What German like henchman in Lethal Weapon? Like he's uh, just like he has like straight blonde hair. And I was a beard. Gonna, I was gonna say he looks like us <laughs> with blonde hair. <laughs> he, I was gonna say he looks length. like his parents were rich. It has nothing. His hair has nothing on ours. But well, you know, all hair game aside, uh, body hair was. I look like. He, oh my god, dude. Foot's got you beat body hair, I think. Damn. Like, you know, I thought my hands were hairy. Yeah, and I thought my hair was bad. Oh, I don't mind my hand hair. <laughs> hey, man. The disapproval. Uh, so, Paul Foot, uh, so it turns out Paul Foot did a painting of a man who was being attacked by a devil. And the man who was being attacked by the devil in the painting was a victim's, was like a victim who got eaten at the time, was his mm-hmm. face. Yeah. Ooh. Isn't that pretty crazy? Like a, I mean, that's pretty like convincing. Um, so this is where Tom says one one of them is lying, man. But he says one of them is lying. He doesn't say man. But would butter melt in his mouth? Mm-hmm. Melt in her mouth. Does he prefer Davina's mouth is where, is where the butter be melting? Um, so <laughs> we cut and they're at dinner now, and uh, 
you know, the conditions are perfect for a werewolf. You know, there's some full moon going on. Mm-hmm. And full moon, as all you all know before this movie, definitely full moon lasts three days. I mean, it's like full-ish. Yeah. Yeah. Full-ish. Full-ish enough for a werewolf. Full-ish enough to believe. <laughs> Full-ish enough for the wolf band to take effect. <laughs> Uh, while at dinner, uh, they asked Dr. Lundgren uh, if he believes in such creatures. And uh, sa- <laughs> he has a very interesting thing here where he says uh, each man and each woman uh, has, has a gland in their throat called uh, li- life, uh, lithemic? Lithemic? Lymphomic? You mean? Or, or, or is it a different thing? A lymphatic? I know. Lymphatic? The lymphatic, m- lymphatic uh, nodes? Yeah, the lim- lymphatic nodes. lymphatic node. Yeah. Um, yeah. And its purpose is to secrete into the bloodstream a hormone, like a fluid called a lymph. Just a lymph. Uh, he says that the gland is a vital element to create a werewolf, and that it excretes uh, a colorless alkaline resembling blood. Ew. So they're, they're like really building something here. Yeah. They're like they're giving you like the background <clears throat> or the like exact lore of what a werewolf like, is yeah. and like how it works. We looked this up. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and it says <laughs> that once that happens, you know, once that once that is released, that chemical is released, you have you're unable to deny the urge of human flesh. I can't deny it. Also, do you guys do you guys the word flesh? What do you guys think about that? Any any thoughts on that? Um was that your stomach or are you a little hungry? Yeah. Are you <laughs> hungry Brandon for human flesh? Well, you yeah, said flesh all, and all this flesh is gonna, making me hungry. I will say like, I, uh, I mean, I jokingly kind of say it, but like when I, when I'm hungry, I do say, uh, I need flesh. Cause I, when I'm hungry, I need meat, man. It's like, cause I go to, you said when you're hungry, you say you need flesh. Yeah. So like get some chicken, like, okay. Or like steak. I'll just like grab like a handful of ground beef and throw it in my mouth. Okay. All right, well, yeah, that last one's a little suspect. Josh might be a werewolf. No. no. It's okay. Uh, what do you think, Brent? <laughs> <Thank you>. Well, <laughs> it is 2021. Thank well, you. It okay. is okay. It's okay. It's okay to be a werewolf. Well, it turns out that the werewolf uh, condition is unsustainable because... The uh, the condition that your blood is makes it unstable to be a werewolf, so it's gonna kill you eventually. It's it's, it's probably like it's like uh like being a leper, you know, well, but I without all it, the horrible disfigurement. Well, I leper? think they say the lymphatic lymphatic node uh, like fights diseases and viruses and stuff. So when that it's compromised, like the the simplest virus will kill the werewolf. Like that's how it kills you. The Think they get like a lymphatic notification? Oh, I think one of you guys just got one. Yeah, I think so. It, it, yeah, did it well, say it's it the recorded. end of your werewolf term? It, 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 <laughs> well, it wasn't recorded. But so yeah, I think they're saying like like a common cold <laughs> just like ends up killing you when you're a werewolf after a while, which kind of sucks. Like I didn't. That's no bueno. But I'm I pretty sure don't werewolves get like eternal life at the same at the same time though? I mean, not according to Lundgren. He was saying that just you just die eventually. Well, I don't trust this man. I'm, you know, I don't know this man. But he could possibly be a werewolf. I don't, I don't, I don't fucking know. know this man. This yeah. guy could be like, be like, these people believe in this 
bullshit. I'm going bullshit them. Yeah, he, you can be like, yeah, yeah I mean, I'm just like tell him whatever. Like, well, it, yeah, like he's like got fucking like he's full werewolf to sitting there in glasses, just yeah. like I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Maybe you know, I feel like a common cold. Yeah, dude. Tom's just like I'm gonna. <laughs> I gotta find that werewolf. Yeah. Well, good luck, brother. <laughs> uh, well, Tom, Tom's well, strategy here like? is to track it, corner it, and kill it. And I shall, is what Tom's. He shall. Uh, Jan brings up that silver will kill it. Um, and so, yeah, Jan brings up that silver will kill it. And that it's like poison to a werewolf. So they, have, they just happen to have a, a silver candle holder laying around. They pass it to everybody, see if there's any reactions. They skip Tom. This is where I was like, kind of, you know, are they just not going to give it to Tom because he's the host and yeah. he's like the one who brought them all together. So it just makes no sense for him to be a werewolf, which, I mean, it kind of. Um, and this is where Caroline, uh, she tells Tom that he wrecked dinner and that <laughs> she needs a stiff drink. And I think Bennington goes with her, just like, I'll join you. They were also serving this like weird meat at dinner. I didn't know if it was like raw. Or what? But they, it was just like this slab of meat, and they would pour like red, blood red gravy all yeah. over. It. it was like anybody want this? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Who want? Uh. uh Doctor London says that Tom knew that the experiment wouldn't work because uh, there wasn't a pollen in the air from the plant called a wolf's bane. Wolf's bane, just wisteria. Uh, the doctor says. <laughs> the doctor says that there's that uh, there's a full moon active. Uh, the full moon activates the gland, and the moon, like the moon, basically influences you. Uh, just as the sea, uh, just as it like influences the seas and the wind, baby. Can't help it. It's just an act of nature. Exactly. Um, which, you know, out of all, like, that's all the type of monsters and stuff, werewolves are, are the most, most, like, nature-y type of thing, I would say. Yeah, because, I mean, it's not, like, a thing to be controlled in most iterations. Yeah. Is a werewolf, you know, like, a metaphor for bringing, like, man back to nature? Could be. I think so. Well, yeah. you know. <laughs> what the fuck? Because, uh, well, you know, when there's full moon night, like, they say people change. People act different. The weirdos come in. We get crazy. Well, it's like, yeah. And I mean, like the gravity. There's a whole thing. I won't go into it. I mean, if your bodies are 97% water and the full moon, you know, has an effect on water, it's just like, uh, on you. There's like, you know, there's got to be something there. Well, did you know that wolfbane pollen acts as an irritant? Uh, and is a trigger mechanism for a werewolf. Because yeah, that's yeah. what Dr. Lundgren's telling these motherfuckers. And he says the wolfbane doesn't grow in Great Britain and that it only pollinates in the autumn. So they're good. There ain't no wolfsbane around here. Well, boom. I don't know. Immediately we have Tom walk into a greenhouse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he got himself a wolfbane tra- uh, stash. Excuse me. He's growing wolfbane like it's illegal, man. <laughs> exactly. Tom knew he was going to do this for quite some time. Um, and he hears some rustling and he goes to check it out. Uh, this is when a random bird like flutters by him. It's super loud. Um, I don't know why it flutters by him. It's like one of those, it's like a dove or something. It's like a bird that would definitely have flown away by the time he got there. But 
whatever. It was really loud and it hurt my ears. Um, as he's walking around, uh, we this is where we get a this is where we get a POV shot. Surprisingly, oh. I wasn't expecting like a POV type of thing in this movie. Did a Tony Profane film that? Yeah, all right, Josh. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Don't look at that name. Yeah. Uh, we get a POV they shot of, <laughs> of some of uh, something looking at Tom. We can't really make sure make out what it is until we can, and it's a human. And they're raising an axe. Uh, Tom realizes it like the last second and just like dodges the shit out of this like random axe throw that comes out of nowhere. Pretty impressive. <laughs> Um, Tom looks and he sees a door to an old shed uh, and you know he has that one door flap and like yeah like someone just walked through it yeah so you know Tom's going to fucking check that shit out I'm gonna fucking check that shit check out check that shit out I love how he like <clears throat> he goes over to the tree and he like rips the axe out of the tree I don't know man something about this guy's acting is just like yep that's what I would do <laughs> give me that yeah. <laughs> he does he captures it man I want to um, hug the tree. They're like, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> he goes inside. Uh, he goes inside that uh, old barn and uh, and a, bar- a barrel falls and hits him to the ground. And this weird pitchfork with that, that doesn't have a middle spike falls. <laughs> He's so lucky that pitchfork didn't have a third spike. Oof. Yeah, it's just like a... A, a, like a dual giant, soul, like a giant hot dog. Fork. Fork. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like a what is that called? God damn it! I don't know. I think Josh nailed know. it with hot dog fork. It's, it is hot, but it's like called something. Like well, it, the Latin name is hot dog fork or, or, or uh, perro caliente, a perro caliente fork. <laughs> uh, that's Latin for hot dog. Fork. Yeah. Well, you know. Uh, <laughs> A hot dog fork falls on fucking Tom's neck without the middle spike of a fucking pitchfork, and he's good. You know, he's just like sitting there. I thought he was dead for a second because it falls on him while he's like Doing facing me. the ground. It's so, quick. It's it's cut real good. It's pretty quick. Well, I wouldn't um, say real good. After that, we see a shadow running away, and uh, Tom Tom like throws the axe over there, but. It doesn't stick into anything. It's just like sitting in the doorway, <laughs> and then he like picks, and then he yeah, and then he picks it up and just like sticks it in the door in like the door and just like goes back to his wolf's bane. It was supposed to go in. Yeah, pretty uh, much. Um, I mean, it's kind of cool. He's just like, "Yep, I expected this." Uh, just uh, yeah, that's what I meant to do. And now, <laughs> now we got the moon. The full moon's out. Tom shows up with wolf's bane. Um, uh, this is the time to bring up some sort of fact. If you, you got, got one, one. I, what's what you got? So for the nighttime <laughs> scenes in this movie, uh, yeah, this one. You want to take it? Because <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> You're not the fat take guy, Brandon. Like Can you just let the fat guy do the facts? Well, uh, I, was, I, I was waiting for the fat guy to actually fact first. May I introduce? I the mean, fat I was guy? gonna fact, but I was gonna wait till the till like it was like really evident that this fact was. Like, I mean, it's, it's really evident, like, right, starting out. And it's all super right. evident, like, the rest of the movie. I mean, they fi- they filmed all the nighttime scenes during the day, and they put a filter over the camera to make it look like you night. You could tell, like 100%. It did not look like night at all. <laughs> like, not at all. Yeah. Every time, like, I was like, I had to remember, oh, they're trying to make it look like a nighttime yeah. scene. T- tell them the reason, Joe. Go ahead and tell them the reason. I, I mean, couldn't believe this reason. It's not like... So, they... So, Calvin Lockhart... 
was hired onto this film, and that caused some lighting problems when they were trying to film their night scenes. Uh, I mean, it was it's sort of the reason that they were filming the, the, the nighttime scenes during the day, and they were so bad, though. Like, I just couldn't believe they were trying to pass these off as nighttime scenes. But anyway, like, yeah, I mean, that's it. I mean... Yeah, it's just it's just weird. It's just a weird problem to have. They they have to be like the only movie to ever have this problem. I don't know. I, I mean, obviously, it's such a low budget movie that they probably didn't want to pay for lighting. Yeah, that's evident. And they use a German fucking shepherd as a werewolf. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, so that, whatever. That's that's kind of crazy. But so next we see the mo- full moon's out. It's out, baby. Um, werewolf time. Uh, Tom shows up to everyone who's chilling in his living room. He's got some wolf bane. Um, he just blows on it, and holy shit! I don't. He has like I don't know if they mm-hmm. put chalk on that thing or what, yeah. but <laughs> so much like pollen in quotations just like flies into the air. I heard they actually had like a tiny little LeBron James sent from the future. Just kind of like, <laughs> throwing some chalk oh. in the air. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, and they just. Whoop. I could see Tom Newcliffe like breathing a different strand of wolf band to be like so fucking bad. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> LeBron's wolf band. <laughs> LeBron band. <laughs> <Nah. laughs> Alright, so Tom says that uh, you know, they'll wait and the full moon takes three days. Uh in that he's given the staff a rest so there can be no interference. So there's no there's no staff because you know he's super rich he's got staff, um and he says Caroline you'll you'll look after all them right mm. and you know she do. Um so this is we get back to Mister Foot uh you know the uh, blonde haired wonder, um <laughs> he's making small talk with Benetton about uh, agro art Joe uh, Joe is our resident artist here uh, do you do you have any thoughts on agro art? Um, yeah, man, agro art is like the ultimate way to just vent your frustrations into an art piece. You know, you take a, you take a rope, you dip it in some paint and you just like slap that canvas and you just like take it out, you know, agro. Agro. <laughs> um, so Bennington is, uh, he says he's more of a landscape man himself. He wasn't buying the agro art. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you I just mean, don't understand. You don't get. Yeah, it. I'd say I'd say Paul Paul wasn't really. Uh, he wasn't selling it right. Right. I mean, not how I sold. It. No, no, you sold it better. Um, mm-hmm. This is where Tom he goes back to Pavel to check how check out some things, and he sees that two people are missing. Um, they check the cameras and find that uh, Davina and Jan um, are talking, and this is where Pavel gives gives sound so they can hear what they're talking about, and this. This is kind of, this might, I might be getting a little ahead of myself, but I think this is like at least like two to three minutes straight of them like eavesdropping on everyone and just everyone's talking shit on Tom. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's lost it. What did he expect though? Yeah. Well, I mean, Pavel even says just like, like, you know, uh, when eavesdropping, you rarely hear good things about yourself. But also like you, you gather like all these people together and accuse them of being werewolves. Yeah. Yeah, and exactly. you're just like, yeah, I'm gonna kill one of you well, by the end of the time. I so. mean, to be fair, Tom did not look phased or hurt in any way. Yeah. He didn't. No. You know, this whole time you were like wondering, is like, is Tom driven by paranoia or obsession? Mm-hmm. 
Maybe maybe we'll find out. <laughs> you just did. <laughs> uh, oh. So they checked the, so after checking the cameras and finding uh Jan and uh Davina talking, um she's telling them like they they're talking, they and then Tom hears. Um she's telling uh, Jan that uh you know Tom's a good hunter and uh you know, he's a, he's basically obsessed with hunting and uh and uh, this is where we hear like a wolf howl in the distance <clears throat> with Jan and Davina walking. Wolf howl in the distance. Weird. Because mm-hmm. like, what's that about? You know, is there a werewolf around? I mean, they're all, they're all accounted for. I don't know. Um, Davina doesn't believe that there's a werewolf. And uh, this is where she kisses Jan. And, you know, you know, they're either hanky panky and, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Woo! Uh, Jan goes and, uh, so, okay. So Jan literally goes up to this piano and plays Moonlight Sonata by Beethoven. <laughs> by Beethoven. Right. I thought that Come was on. really appropriate. Come on. Uh, it's good. Yeah. I mean. And it, like, it continues through, like, the, the fuck, rest of like, the scene when they're talking. Were you guys not sitting there like, he's a fucking werewolf? He's playing, he's playing <laughs> Moonlight Sonata over here. Like, come on. I thought it was like it was kind of like Moonlight Desires, and like, like the choice was too <laughs> Moonlight Desires by Gowan. <laughs> Instant class. But yeah, so he just sits there and plays that. I'm just like, mm, okay, mm, weird choice. <laughs> yeah. Um, like if there's a crazy guy that lured you to his house to see if you're a fucking werewolf, is that the song you're playing? I think yeah. I think yeah. That's the yeah. It's so appropriate. Um, you want it, motherfucker. What, are you going to play, like, uh, fucking Mozart or something? I probably would play, like... I mean, there's a million, kajillion songs, Joe. I don't know. I feel like that's, yeah, that's the first song that's coming to your mind when you're, like, in a scenario where one of you might be a werewolf. Well, Dr. Lundgren and Bennington are playing chess. Bennington points out that, uh, you know, even Mr. Foote's hands are covered in hair. Yeah. A little weird, you know. He's got a lot. Of Mr. Foot over here, Paul Foot. He got a lot of hair going on, and I think me and Joe can we can kind of sympathize with this because we're friends with Josh, and he has a lot of hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. His hands are crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you just saw my hand, you'd be like, "Robin Williams, you're alive." And then you see the rest of me, and be like, "Oh, it's Josh." <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Foot says that. Uh, you know, Caroline can explain this. And uh, Caroline goes like, uh, explain masculinity? Uh, no, thank you. And so we got, so at this point, we got really no signs of anyone being a werewolf just yet. Uh, Foot says, Foot says that he wants to retire for the night. And Dr. London says, as a precaution, lock your door. Yeah, for, for the guests and. Um, Tom wants Pavel to uh, follow him with the cameras. So Pavel is following Foot because Foot's going to bed. So Pavel's following Foot with the cameras. Foot gets into his room. He starts like taking his clothes off. Um, they zoom in on his hands and like, yo, his hands are super fucking hairy. <laughs> They're like hilariously hairy. They're just like, like, I'm a werewolf, Harry. Yeah, it's like I'm transforming into a werewolf right <laughs> yeah. now. Right, right this That's second. That's what I thought. Yeah. Um, and I was like, at this point, I was like, damn, they got cameras in the rooms? 
Of course. Um, and this is where we see... Uh, uh, unethical. We see Foot go into the uh, bathroom, but this is where Pavel's like, I didn't think to bug the bathrooms. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Tom was like, understanding. And do oh, like a oh, nod. It's like, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. You didn't think Tom was going to try and like stockpile some like, you son of some like shitting footage or anything? I thought like, he might have been like, this is more important. Than this privacy. was your moment and you fucked it. <laughs> yeah. This is, this was my real goal. <laughs> yeah. Um, we, Everybody can go home. So we could, we cut over to Foot, who's in the <laughs> bathroom now, and he, he whips out a razor, like a straight razor. And he looks at it like he's a fucking madman. <laughs> and he like, he like puts it up to his arm. Like, I don't know if he's trying to shave or if he's like pretending to cut his wrist here. I feel like they just like hit like a, a deep, like self-conscious yeah, nerve was, in him at the party when they were making fun of his hair. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, I, was, I was kind of getting the impression like he went in there and he was like, he's like, should I do this so they don't think I'm a werewolf? Mm-hmm. Um, and then he, he doesn't, he just walks out. Yeah, yeah, hey, he doesn't. I thought the, good, good on him. I thought the razor was gonna be something of like just like anything, but it, it doesn't. It never comes back. But I, I just thought I don't know because it's such a weird. Where do you get that? I thought that was like the, his trademark. Was it a silver razor? Yeah. Well, Did they make razors out of it. Was like metal, I guess. It was like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a ceramic we can't, razor. You we don't can't have really, to <laughs> we can't really confirm or deny that it was silver. Yeah, I think it was pretty, well, a little symbolism outside of the whole werewolf game. So, you know, he, uh, right there, he accepted himself. That was beautiful. That's true. That was so beautiful. Well, after that, they watch him strip. And uh, (laughs) (laughs) then they they say, all right, well, fuck that. They go back to watching everybody else. Um, And they're just talking mad shit on Tom right now again, you know. They're just like, you know, saying he's off the rocker. They're suggesting like a psychologist. Yeah, I know a guy. Yeah, exactly. And uh, this is where Tom, uh, you know, Tom doesn't give a shit about none of that. He just wants his prize. So so Tom walks over and he takes his shirt off. (laughs) He's, you know, he's he's got a good physique. He's skinnier than I thought he'd be. but. Um, But it doesn't matter when you put on a leather glossy jacket. It's almost as glossy as Without an undershirt. Without oh. an undershirt. Yeah. Oh. oh yeah. That's a power move. Yeah. And then he then he grabs himself a gun. Another power move. Um, he tells <laughs> bigger he tell, power. <laughs> yeah. He tells Pavel to let him know when shit goes down because he's taking a rest and he just sits in a chair like right <laughs> next to him and just turns off the lamp. Yeah. Holding on to that gun. Yeah. yeah. And uh, can we say? I don't. Oh God. His grip on that gun. What's his tightest, guys? Pants. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, he did have some tight pants. Yeah, the grip on the gun was as tight as his leather pants. Mm-hmm. Full leather outfit. Yeah, full leather. Motherfucker is going out to hunt a werewolf. In allegedly. In a full yeah, yeah, allegedly. Leather outfit. <laughs> allegedly. In full leather regalia. Hey. This was Underworld before Underworld. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> this actually inspired Underworld. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, as the night passes, Joe, did you have anything? Nope. Okay. As the night passes, uh, we see we see nothing stirring. Um, and then all of a sudden, we get the motion detectors going off. And the target's moving past. Uh, it's moving past uh, towards the river. 
this is where Tom springs into action. We get like a sweet zoom in on. Okay, so Tom like leaves and we get this sweet zoom in on the TV screen, like mm-hmm. on like a, I don't know, it was, I think it maybe it was like the shed or something. And uh, I thought it was going to be like a sweet transition. <laughs> and they just didn't. They just like cut no. out. <laughs> they just right. like cut it to him like going out the back door. Um, so missed opportunity. Um, but it, it would have been a su- super sweet transition if they did that. Zoom transition. Got to gotta get more of it into cinema. Um, Tom is, <laughs> Tom's on the prowl with Pavel giving him all the targets info. Um, he says the targets uh, coming straight for him. You know, so Tom's just in the woods by himself with a gun. That shit, the targets come straight for him. Um, and then it, it busts out and it's just, it's just a wolf, it looks like. But Tom's ready for it. Uh, he shoots a couple times, but he doesn't hit it and runs away. Tom, Tom's about as good of a shot as a stormtrooper. True. Yeah. But, you know, he is in the woods at night. With an alleged werewolf, he's supposed to be. Well, Honestly, like the dude, the rest of this movie, he's a terrible shot. Yeah, it's, sad. it's like he's like he can't hit a goddamn thing. He could hit a helicopter. <laughs> yeah, he didn't even like accidentally hit that guy. I mean, we'll get to that. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so <laughs> he misses. Um, and then this is where we get the uh, Pavel telling him that the target's heading straight for the house. And this is where Tom thinks that it's coming for Pavel. Uh, yeah, he's coming for you so you don't trap. Um, and then, so so he's basically like, the werewolf's coming for Pavel so he can stop guiding Tom. Mm. So that means that the if this is a werewolf, it is like cognizant of its human life? Like it knows, like how does it know Tom's being led? Because the people, the people that are there don't know that they're being bugged yet. Yeah. And well, I think the people that were there are like they they must realize they're being watched. But like they don't know that there's a whole fucking they don't know Pavel exists because later in the movie when they say two people are dead, they don't say three people are dead because they don't even know P- Pavel's there. Yeah, right. I mean Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. yeah. Just, just I don't little, know. It's just like some, yeah. yeah, just some like seventies logic, I guess. Take it or leave it. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is where Tom, Tom's like freaking out. He's telling Pavel to get something silver. Um, Pavel doesn't believe in werewolves still. Yeah, I thought that was so badass. He's like, yeah. I don't believe in Yeah, I got something. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> um, this is where he snagged, he just snags a handgun. Um, and he's Tiny. ready, he's ready like to be. It's like the smallest handgun <laughs> yeah. in the case. He's ready to be rolled up a on. 22. <laughs> um, Pavel's checking the cameras frantically. And, uh, all of a sudden, this was a cool shot. We see him like from the back, and we just see like a wolf shadow like go across his back. Yeah, that was a cool shot. It was cool. It didn't look like what the werewolf looks <laughs> so like, but I, it, it was cool either way. I immediately I, thought hand shadow. Yeah, I can do it right now. Yeah, it, um, it was cool though. Good though. Yeah. Um, and then this is where he looks up and he sees a wolf. Yes, you heard it—a wolf, just a regular wolf slash German shepherd. Uh, I can't. I really like that shot on the, like, on the roof. Yeah, on the chin, like like just. Yeah, I mean, it was majestic. It was yeah, definitely it was. majestic. Um, it was looking down at him. Uh, Pavel fires some shots, but uh, to no avail. To no avail. Uh-huh. It jumps down through the window like a badass werewolf and just goes right to work. Just, mm-hmm. just gets right in there. Um, Tom rushes back. Uh, he finds 
he finds all the machines smashed and Pavel with his throat ripped out. Pavel's gone. Yeah. <laughs> Moment and of silence. Like the, the, the smashed machines was a big indicate. indicate. Yeah, that like, this, this werewolf like knows exactly what's yeah. going on. I don't know how he... Fi- I still, you know... I don't want to bring it up again. You know, I don't know how he knew. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe since he was the werewolf. Especially when it turns out to who it turns out to be. He had no recollection of this at all. I mean, but like, think about it. If you're the werewolf, you're trapped with the guy who wants to kill werewolves. You're also, you're doing some investigations of your own. You're snooping. That Dude, that guy's not doing any of that investigations, bro. He must have been. I don't know. I give him some credit, man. He survived. He or she. They. Survived. Till the very end. Tom comes up to the house um, with a, a you know a couple of people wondering about the gunshots. Tom says, Tom says that uh, he thought he saw some poachers, and uh, he's like, "Where's Paul Foot?" Um, he goes he goes into the room and uh, he sees the window open, and Paul's under the covers. Uh, he took some sleeping pills, so he's like he's like. He just like he's groggy as all hell. Yeah. Um, but no one's missing at this point. That's kind of that's kind of strange. Right. It's a little weird. Yes, it is a little strange. Like no one's missing, and you know, Foot, who had those really hairy palms, he took sleeping pills, so it could have been him. It would be funny if one of them was just like covered in blood. It's like, yeah, Yeah. I don't know, man. Um, what happened? I was just downstairs eating that gravy. Like, that like? <laughs> what do you guys do? Uh, and this is where we see Tom. Uh, he's talking to he's talking to a different guy in a helicopter now. Um, we're on the next day, and uh, he's saying that he wants them to install a nightlight camera and some and a scanner screen. Um, and he wants the people in the helicopter uh, stand by at night. Which, uh, you know, maybe these people were coming to check on Pavel or something. I'm not sure, but uh, they don't really investigate. I'm not sure who this mystery helicopter man is. Did this, like, conversation ever, like, come into any sort of importance in the rest of the movie? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I guess we'll get there. Um, Yeah, so... And this is where Tom, he's like walking up to the rest of the people that are still there and they're just playing polo. Is that what it is? Were they playing polo or is it cricket? It wasn't uh, cricket. Uh, was it polo? I don't know. what It's that game where you have like the little mallet and like you set up the things. In the yeah, It's not polo. It's, it's polo without the horses. It's a very English game. Right. I don't know. But, uh, yeah. It's, yeah. A little too English for me and Joe at the moment. And uh, this is where Davina, she's worried about Jan, and she wants Caroline to talk to Tom, you know, because he'll take it better. Um, But this is where Caroline goes up to Tom. She says that Jan's having some setbacks Mm -hmm. and needs to go to town right now. Like, what the fuck is that? What kind of issues are are you having right now? He looks fine to me. Yeah, it was just a little weird. Um... And so she's she's like, so is it okay, Tom? And Tom just walks away. He doesn't even give her a time of day. Um, and then next we see Tom. Um, there is a weird audio glitch right here, um, actually. Like in the transition scene from Tom walking away to him working on the car, they have like the last uh, the last verbal thing that a character says. Like, hey, Tom, hey, Tom. They like play it again, but right and going into the next scene. Little weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Surprise that stayed in. 
Um, but we see Tom working on cars, and he's like taking a part out. Yeah, he's like completely like destroying any chance yeah. of anyone's escape. He's he's yeah, he's immobilizing the cars. Um, as he's walking, he's followed by uh, he's followed by his dog that we don't really we don't get a name for that dog, do we, Joe? I feel like the wasn't Caroline shouting the name at it when during that like crucial scene. I don't think so. I think she was just screaming. Okay. I, I thought she was shouting the name of the dog, but I mean, I, I don't think, I think that's just something you get from watching. I don't know. I, I can't tell you the dog's name. Cause like I watched this movie twice and both times I well at least the second time I was really listening for that dog's name and I just could not, I could just not find it. Um, but the dog's following Tom as Tom's like going with the bag of these things he got from the car. And, uh, Tom doesn't want it to come with him, so he ends up just tying it to a wooden garage door. A wooden garage door. I th- I would think you want a dog to come with you. Yeah, you like all the time. Around. All the time you want a dog to come with you. It's got better hearing, got better smell. Yeah. And uh, it, it saves his fucking ass in a second here anyway. Yeah. Um. So as Tom's walking away, we see someone like coming from behind. So kind of another POV here, and they have a bow and arrow, and they're aiming it at Tom. Uh, but Tom's dog goes crazy and makes Tom turn around and uh, the bowman just stops and like kind of like slinks away. Dude, Dude, I was like so scared at this point that that guy was just gonna, that guy or person was just gonna kill the dog, whoever the, yeah, whoever the person was that was too. pointing the arrow. That's, yeah, that's usually how it goes, but. I'm always scared for the dog. Always. Mm-hmm. I care I know. more about them than the people. I know. Until they get you. Um, we get another POV shot here where uh, someone's like kind of stalking Tom and uh, he looks like, uh, so Tom's like about to throw these car parts in the lake and this is where an arrow flies like right fucking at him and right into a tree. Like it was so close to him. I mean, he, he moved like a split second before it was going to hit him. Yeah. And like, uh, and then foot, it's foot, it's fucking Paul foot. And, yeah. he, and he's just like he's like oh, missed like he's like oh it sucks I missed yeah he's like he's holding a bottle of alcohol he's like clearly drunk missed um and then he offers a he offers a drink to uh to him Tom um he says that uh, Foot says that he's been tracking Tom you know hunt hunted becomes the hunter mm-hmm. um and this is where Foot realizes that there's tree cameras um you know Tom doesn't he doesn't shy away he's like yeah. I know there's mm-hmm. fucking tree games. Mm-hmm. Took a long time to get that shit. <laughs> what do you think I'm doing here? I'm hunting yeah. werewolves. <laughs> um, next we see Tom. Uh, he's back at the table telling everyone uh, that he took the rotary arms, which, I mean, I'm not a car guy. I have no idea what that means, but he took the rotary, rotary uh, gun arms uh, from everyone. <laughs> <laughs> the rotary gun. The car. <laughs> um, from everyone's vehicles, and that they're at the bottom of the river, but he'll he'll pay to get them. He'll pay to get everyone's car fixed. Like damn right you will. <laughs> well, and you know, Jan's having such a horrible fucking time over here, but you know he doesn't really protest too much to this. I mean, you know, De- he's Davina, quiet. Davina, like she's the one. It's like you knew I wanted to leave, but like no one else really makes a fuss. Um, this is where uh, Caroline, she like grabs a candle and she throws it freaking out on Tom and uh, she walks out. Um, well, I think it, she cuts her hand here. Well, I think it's important that like the, the, 
the wolf bane pollen is in the air so tom grabs the candle and he's like let's try the candle game again guys he's like losing it at this point but the candle apparently the silver with the candle will work with the wolf bane is what we learned earlier in the movie right so when he's handing it to people paul foot grabs it and you know yeah. it shows tom he's like what the fuck that should have turned that should have killed you and then I don't think anyone else grabs it in this scene, but uh, Bennington almost grabs it. He like offers it to Bennington. He's like, "I'm gonna club you to death with that thing." Man. He almost glad he almost grabs it, but uh, Tom like pulls it away. So no one else touches the silver. So that was my first hint when I was okay. like trying to figure out. Okay. Okay. Caroline does. Caroline grabs it and she throws throws it in a mirror. Yeah, chucks that thing. Um, and then she also breaks a, gra- a glass and uh, yeah, way to go. She like makes herself bleed. Yeah, she makes herself bleed. And then she goes like, "You wanted blood, Tom. Here you go." Fucking went full Leo. Yeah, Tom is not getting any tonight. He <laughs> has pissed his wife off, and she out. She walks out. Um, you guys, the, like, cause like Bennington was like right behind Tom when he turned around. So I was like, "Oh man, maybe Bennington's the werewolf because he lunged at that blood." True. Mm-hmm. That's true. Blood. <laughs> Um, and this is uh, when Tom says, when the time comes, I'll be waiting. Um, next, we see Tom gearing up. You know, he's getting his leather pants back on. <laughs> yeah. He's got himself a different gun. Um, the, full room, the full moon reveals itself. Uh, we get a nice howl bellowing out. A nice... I don't know what yeah. it sounded like. <laughs> that, Pretty good. That, that, yeah, that was deep. That was deep. Dog does. <laughs> um, Tom leaves, and uh, we get this weird camera move. Like he leaves the control room where Pavel was, and where he was getting like uh, he's getting his leather pants on. He's leaving, and we get this weird camera move where it like moves to like looking at Tom through like a broken computer. That's what I was talking about with the framing. Like they did like three framing shots before this one. And this one just felt like an excuse just to use that technique. Yeah, it was it was weird, but you know, nineteen seventy four. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> they, they're gonna do whatever they want, whatever they damn well please. Yeah, whatever looks cool and whatever sounds funky, they're gonna. I'm I'm surprised there wasn't like a like a bass player. Like it could be the bass player. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, the movie's not perfect, all right? That would have been been too much. Yeah, they would have just stopped making movies after that if there was a bass player. Uh, (laughs) Well, Tom, after that, Tom goes up and uh, he wakes a few people up and they all hear, this is where they all hear the howl. And this is where, like, I feel like the people who are not believing about this the whole time were just like, oh, God. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, they are all there, but Paul Foote isn't. Doesn't he go like? Doesn't Tom go like kicking down doors, the bedrooms, kicking down doors? Yeah, like when he hears the howl, doesn't he like grab his gun and like go through the hallway, just like kicking down the doors, like all right, you're here. Kicks yeah. down the next one, all right, you're here. Uh, no, I don't think he does it. I think he does. I'm pretty sure he, he kicks down the door. He's like, not Paul Foot. Mm-hmm. Well, he might kick down Paul Foot's door, but yeah, like he, everyone else is like, he like respectfully what the fuck just are you like, doing? Definitely, yeah, like, like, yeah. definitely kicks down at least two. <laughs> all right, Joe, he kicks down. Two doors. <laughs> um, so I just thought it was crazy. He kicked down some bedroom doors. It's his house, whatever. He can do whatever he wants. It is his house. It's his mansion. Right. Yeah. More than a house. 
Um, so after <laughs> after like he finds out that Paul Foots isn't there, Paul Foots. After he finds out Paul Foot isn't there, he runs out to his helicopter, um, a helicopter guy from earlier. Um, and then uh, he's in the air looking around. We see a wolf running below. The Vevolf. Um, Tom starts unloading on this motherfucker. Just like, um, he misses every shot. Um, <laughs> it runs into the greenhouse and it runs into the barn. Uh, the helicopter lowers and Tom lowers down to the ground. Tom walks up, just blasting the place, you know, just like really going in. He, I'm sure he even reloads, you know, just goes right in another clip, pop, pop. And these are all silver bullets yeah. too. Yes. Which yeah. are so more rich. expensive than regular bullets. <laughs> so rich. Um, Tom slinks into the barn and we see the wolf, you know, just kind of hiding under the hay. Um, And like, I have to say that this scene, I think that I'm not trying to discredit anyone who worked on this movie, you know, at all. You know, they put a lot of hard work into it, but I just don't know if they actually had like people who knew how to light scenes because this part in the barn is like probably one of the darkest scenes I've ever seen in a movie. (laughs) Like really hard to even see what's happening in this barn. I think that was, you know, part of the low budget though. Like they're trying to make it spooky or something much that sounds like a justification to little fun fact on all those silver bullets they're the one we're talking about his terrible aiming uh in 1974 the average closing price was four dollars and 67 cents for i'm guessing an ounce of silver so Whoa! Yeah. What, what's the inflation on that, Josh? Uh, it's almost thirty now. So it's silver. Dang. So like, I mean, yeah. Do you spend millions of dollars on silver? Yeah, bowls? y'all got some silver. You want it? Oh damn! Went down to twenty-four. Oh shit! 20, twenty-four bucks. <laughs> sell it. Sell it now. No, I'm gonna uh, wait. <laughs> yeah. All right. Caroline busts up in this fucking barn with the dog on a leash. I don't know why she did that. But the dog obviously breaks off the leash and starts fighting the fucking werewolf right in front of him. Looks like a real dog fight. And yeah. I can guarantee you that's a real dog fight. It looked, it, yeah, it looked like a real fucking dog that's fight. That's like a dog fight. I and mean, then I feel like they pulled him off for a little bit and then just set him back. That's, that's, mm-hmm. I was very concerned in that. I was very uneasy during that scene. I, I did not feel comfortable yeah, it's watching not- that. I mean, it's not even choppy editing no, either. It's, it's just, like they were just biting at each other, like yeah, yeah. yeah. They were just like was, filming a, a dog fight, which and <laughs> but you know, I was thinking, I'm like, well, fuck, fucking um, ooh, you know, oh, the name is Sk- or Cannibal Holocaust. Ooh, yeah, yeah, the turtles killing some turtles. Yeah. But you know, you're out in the middle of the Amazon. What are you gonna do? You gotta, you gotta eat. You gotta that eat. was like serious animal <laughs> you know, cruelty. This was yeah. like moderate animal well, cruelty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> animal cruelty is animal cruelty. True. Yeah. The Thanks for Waiting podcast supports. <laughs> <laughs> no, we do not condone. Violence against animals at all. Um, at least I don't. Of course, well, not. of course. Neither not. does Caroline because she doesn't let Tom fire his gun at all while yeah. these dogs are fighting. Yeah. And uh, it would have been over. The wolf ends up beating the fuck out of that dog. 
and just runs out right past Tom and just goes right to the pilot and just starts fucking him up. Um, <laughs> look like the pilot was like it's dancing like, with he, it. He is a whole well, well, the pilot like grabs a gun. He's ready for this. <laughs> well, and yeah. he just completely fails. Well, there's even like shots of like him just like holding <laughs> the dog holding and like dogs. walking. Like yeah. the dog's like next to him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh God. It's like it's hurting me. Just this dog around. Tom like busts out of the like, fucking barn and he just like he's just like doo, 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 just like shooting and he yeah. mi- completely misses this dude right in front of him <laughs> along with the, the fucking werewolf and just blows up the helicopter behind him. World renowned big game hunter. Super sweet shot though. Is that, well, maybe he was just shooting in the air to like try to scare the werewolf off the person. Like that's the only <laughs> thing that made sense to me. But like even shooting in the air, he couldn't help but like miss that and hit the helicopter and yeah. blow it up. Yeah, it was it was an interesting scene. I thought that they were just like probably looked at each other and like, hey, you want to blow up a helicopter? <laughs> but if, what if it was a deep subconscious decision not to hit? So every time he fired, he just couldn't hit, and it would yeah. just stop or hit or go around it. Because like this is the greatest prey he'll ever get. And right. It's like, is it gonna end like this? What if? Yeah, maybe end with a perfect precise shot. Maybe he's like, that dude's dead as hell. I'm just gonna blow the yeah. helicopter. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so so that the yeah, world valid, doesn't jump in. Valid theories. He's like, you. no, the time isn't right. Sorry, Gene. Well, whatever his name was. they definitely don't let that helicopter go to waste because we get a fuck ton of shots of the fucking helicopter burning. <laughs> yeah. um, and this is where Tom goes back to find his dogs hurt pretty fucking bad. Um, Davina, she takes Caroline back to the house and, uh, you know, Tom tells Dr. Lundgren to escort them. And uh, Tom clicks his gun. See the dog. <laughs> it's kind of funny. I mean, this isn't funny, but it was kind of funny because like, when when uh when uh Tom he's over the dog and he like clicks he like clicks the hammer back like you just see like the dog's like eye just like get wide <laughs> just mm-hmm. like oh shit yeah but this uh, I think this scene's cool because like it everybody there's okay so Davina shows up Caroline shows up Lundgren shows up while there's a werewolf on the loose yeah so you're like okay it can't be her it can't be her and it can't be Doctor Lundgren so you're like trying to piece it together. Yeah, and I mean, uh, I guess we failed to mention, too, that Caroline, like, as soon as it was over, Caroline, like, ran up to her dog and was, like, you know, comforting it, and, like, Tom had to, like, pry her away from the dog. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, so Tom kills the fucking dog, and then, uh, you know, there's no funeral, at least not on screen. Nope. No instant. Little poor taste there. No. Um, But Tom gets in the house, he confronts Foot. Um, and, you know, Foot's playing like pretty dumb here. Yeah, he's like, I just went out, uh, you know, checked out that wolf howl that yeah. everybody heard. And then he's like, Yon, where the fuck were you? And Yon's like, uh, I just stepped out, but you can't prove that. Yeah, he's just <laughs> like, same. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Bennington isn't with them, so Tom runs to his room to check it out. And this is where we get the room. It's full of blood. It's all messed up. And Bennington's on the floor next to his bed. Bennington's dead. Oh, God. It's not him. Oh, gee. It's not him. And oh, my God. My God. <laughs> there was like a serious consideration that it might be him. There was. Yeah, there was. 
Um, so next, uh, they're on the lawn the next day after that. Tom's like trying to figure out like, you know, what would they tell the cops if they even did tell the cops? You know, they're going to tell mm-hmm. these, uh, these, uh, you know, these, uh, tell these village fan. cops yeah. that they were like shooting a uh, fucking werewolf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and he, so Tom doesn't want anyone to know about the, the dead men just yet. Um, Tom says, tonight, the beast must die. Oh, we're waiting for it the I'm entire movie. Yeah. He says it. Oh, yeah, he said the title of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, uh, then after that, they like do a super quick zoom in on Foot's face. Yeah, just showing that he's nervous. Um, <laughs> this is where we see. And then after that, we cut to Foot. He's running through the woods. Um, he's hauling ass, dude. Um, and then he ends up like right in front of a gate. And uh, the gate shocks him. So, mm. like, Tom also has a, an electric fence. <laughs> this man's just got everything. You don't want your guests getting away. Right. Anyone um, would do it. Right. This, <laughs> this scene was pretty funny because, like, uh, Foot, like, doesn't know what to do. He tries to climb a tree. He, like, <laughs> he's freaking out. And he, like, turns around. And, like, out of nowhere, like, uh, Tom's just, behind, like, in front of him with a gun. Just, like looking right at him out of nowhere it was kind of funny just like tom out of nowhere just like right yeah. behind him aiming a gun at him hello there yeah <laughs> where were you going and uh <laughs> so after that uh this is where we have our werewolf break with literally 15 minutes left in the movie just so you guys are all caught up and aware the suspects of this are paul foot we got yawn Davina, Dr. Lundgren, and Caroline. Gotta be one of those fucks. So they're like basically queuing this up to like have the audience choose between Paul Foot and Jan. Well, I feel like Dr. Lundgren's still in the mix. True. He showed up right after the werewolf disappeared. Yeah, yeah a couple times. Like a couple times he just like shows up. Yeah. Kind of weird. Um, we get 30 seconds on the clock um, with a literal clock ticking down yeah. um, with like characters like in the background of the clock. <laughs> Just like, uh, it, it, I don't know. It all sucked. It wasn't good. Mm-hmm. Um, so we go back and Tom thinks... Wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, who did you guys try to guess the werewolf was? Um, I mean, I personally was just like the first time i watched it i was like all right i mean fuck it it's paul fuck it it's paul foot he was running away right there like he's hairy it's you know they're really really focusing focusing on this being paul so fuck it it's paul yeah i thought like you know i'm not gonna like fall into the trap that i'm gonna think it's paul and it's gonna be another person as a twist but i didn't think it was paul I was like, who's the one person we didn't really get any evidence for at all? And it's uh, that, uh, what's her name? That's the D. Davina? Davina. It's Davina. Such a cool name. But it is Davina, and we didn't get any evidence for her at all, other than the fact that she was there like 10 minutes before we saw the werewolf. So, I mean, the whole movie, I was like, it could be, it's probably Davina. In the last 10 minutes that we saw, we're just, I was like, no, it's not Davina. So between Paul Foot and Jan, it's got to be Jan. 
also i don't know if just real quick i know we never touched on this but uh caroline the the wife of uh tom is played by marlene clark but her voice she had, she's actually dubbed over in this movie her voice is actually done by annie roth or ross huh. so it's not her it's not uh so it's not marlene clark's voice it's actually Annie Ross voice. I couldn't find anything on why this was that. Joe, did you see anything? No, I couldn't find anything on that either. So but they just decided to do that, you know. So I'm sure, I'm sure the audio quality got like corrupted or something. I don't know. Right. Yeah, it was something like that. But any anyway, sorry to interrupt, Josh. What was your what was who was your werewolf? Well, actually, earlier on, I was thinking it was Pavel. Pavel. Yeah. Um. That was like, that I was like, cool. dude, like the, the dude he hired to like watch out for this. He is the thing. And then he got fucked. And I was like, well, now you're going to land. And then <laughs> a sudden, but I, I was like, Paul Foote was too, like, yeah, they're like, again, yeah, they were like, they're really trying to like, yeah, they're throwing it in I'm like, you know, so I'm like, no way, no way, no way. Well, it's, so, a, it's like a 74 movie. Of course. It's yeah. Paul. No, I was just like straight up, like, it's gotta be London. Like, Right, Longer, you, you yeah. didn't just put Peter Cushing in this movie yeah, for I'm nothing. Like, I'm like, nah, man, he is, uh, he's an infamous, like, villain, dude. Like, no, I'm like, it's him. It's him. So we all have our theories. Yep. 30 seconds on the clock, which I'm sure we went over, but we're back. Um, so Tom, he's with me. Tom thinks it's Foot. Um, but Foot just says he's just scared, man. Like he's he's running because he's just fucking scared. He doesn't want to be. He doesn't want his throat fucked up. Um, and then Foot says that he can prove it with the candle by uh, grabbing the candle. Um, this is where Tom asked Doctor Lundgren, you know, how could he handle the candle, uh, you know, and not get burned? And Lundgren says, you know, there's a possibility of a plastic hand coating, but. There's nothing on Foot's hand, and this is where like Doctor Lunders is like, it's just a theory, <laughs> yeah, like immediately proven wrong. Yeah. Well, um, this is where Tom makes them put a silver coin in their mouth. No, it was no. a silver bullet. Yeah. Oh, it was a bullet. Yeah, yeah. He's like, and there's enough left over. Oh damn! I thought he was like making them eat one quarters. for each. <laughs> no, they had to share one bullet. Yeah, they yeah, had, like yeah. Eat one bullet. It was like ew. <laughs> um. So he's putting it in everyone's mouth. Uh. You know, Dr. Lundgren, he's safe. Paul, he's safe. Um, Davina, safe. And then he gets to Caroline, who grabs the bullet, puts it in her mouth. And it's motherfucking Caroline. She's a motherfucking werewolf. Oh, my God. She fucking just insta, insta turns into a werewolf. It was the fastest werewolf turn in history of werewolves of all time. She literally just snaps into a werewolf. Um, and she attacks Tom. Tom shoots her. Earlier in the movie, they would say that contact with Silver would kill them instantly. Yeah. Obviously, that's not true. Maybe Idiot. she had maybe she had plastic coating. <laughs> maybe yeah, maybe could be. some other coating. <laughs> Ooh, but I, you know, well, yeah, I don't know. But this part got me. I was like, "What?" Yeah, she, I was yeah. very surprised. Uh, she and pretty smart yeah, too. No, pretty smart way make, of doing it. Trying to make sense of it. Um. Yeah. Exactly. Because, uh, yeah, because, like, I did the same thing Tom does in a second here. We yeah. were just, like, she was in the room with the fucking werewolf, like, five seconds ago. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so, Tom ends up shooting her. And Tom's just, like, you know, he's hysterical. He's just, like, it was her the whole time. How could I not know? 
and it was like foreshadowed in the beginning when mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. what if it's me yeah pow, pow. and he ended up powing her right pow. in the face plow and pow you know what I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dr. London he sits down with Tom uh, he gives Tom a drink a stiffy gives Tom a stiffy that's yeah, the only medicine you can could take after that um and this is where tom like naturally tom's like what the fuck man like she was in the barn at the same time the werewolf was and dr lundren says that she was infected from her hurt hand that she hurt at dinner and after touching the dog that the werewolf attacked pretty clever that might be the that might be the best uh that must that has to be the most thought out thing in this entire movie nah man that twist i was like fuck yeah that's yeah, good. That was yeah. good. That yeah. was good. Yeah. That was it good. It was really good. Yeah. Um, this is when we hear a scream. The Venus. <laughs> they run in to find Foot, dead as a motherfucker. Foot ain't the werewolf. He's dead. What the fuck? So Tom's Shit. looking for this OG werewolf. So t- now he gets it. Tom versus OG werewolf. One. Doesn't he say he has one bullet left? Yeah. Yeah. Like how fitting. <laughs> uh so Tom chases it into the woods. They square off. It it just rushes him a bunch and then it like gets on him. Uh and he just ends up shooting it. Um uh, we see like a slow transition from a wolf to like a cartoon wolf into a guy with a hairy face into Yawn. It is yeah. the pianist Yawn. He's the werewolf. He's the OG werewolf. It was Yawn the whole time. I don't think that Yawn did anything. I mean, mm-hmm. he did run away in the beginning. And when he got caught by Tom in the beginning, he literally said, like, you know, let everyone else go. I'll stay. Mm-hmm. He does say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, he does have a few things here and there, but nothing, nothing like super, like, all right, he's definitely a werewolf. There's a, what is it? They we're going to be a werewolf couple. Like, really. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, yeah, so, yeah, Jan was the werewolf. Uh, Tom, he's like, you know, battered and bruised after his battle. Um, he walks up and he says he's sorry to Davina. Um, he sits down. Uh, they see some blood on his shirt. You know, doctor, the doctor's like, did you get hurt? And, you know, Tom's like, just a bruise. Mm-hmm. And he pulls his shirt down. Tom was bit, man. Ugh. Tom was bit. Bitch. He, damn it. He grabs a silver bullet sitting on the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably the one they used in their mouths, right? Yeah. That was like an... Yeah, I hope so. Um, he grabs the gun and he starts to walk into his house. You know, Davina's like, no, there has to be a cure. Oh, actually, that wasn't the one they used in the mouth. Oh, yeah. They use a bigger bullet. Yeah. Well, Tom uses the bigger bullet to kill him. Yeah, because you can't. Like a rifle bullet yeah, rather yeah. than opposed to a pistol bullet. Exactly. Not just any pistol. Pretty sure that was the 44 Magnum. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, he goes in there and she's just like, you know, there has to be a, there has to be a cure. There has to be a better way. And Joe, what is, uh, what does the doctor tell her? Says there's only one. Do it better. Yeah, seriously. Uh, well, Josh, I'm just gonna give. I'm just gonna give them all to. I'm just gonna give them all to Josh. No, I want to hear Joe do it. 
Well, nah, that's why I said Joe, but that's what he gave us, Josh. I mean, I think you should just you should just do it. He got this, Joe. You got this. <clears throat> you, your boy. All right, hold on. Set him up, Josh. Set him up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Give him the line, Ready? Joe. Go ahead. Give him the line, Josh. All right, Joe. You're gonna mm, you're gonna relax everything. Give me the line. Give him the line. Give Josh. me the line. Give him the line. Give me the line. There's only one cure. That, well, that was bad. What the, what the hell? What the fuck? I just you both suck. Oh, I was just God, giving him the line. No, he, no. I was yeah, saying that. Give him the line. Give him the line. Give him the line in a dramatic fashion. There's only one cure. He just doesn't think. Yeah, doesn't I'll, think I'll, I'll, I'll allow it. Just, I don't just remember. Do it, just do it again, and then Joe, just whatever he gives you, just do it. There's only one cure. Oh, no. Oh, you're playing Davina. I thought you were going to just say there's only one cure. I thought I was reminding you. No, honestly, I thought you were going to be Davina leading me into saying oh, there's only one oh. cure. But let's, I mean, uh, we, yeah, just we forget, wasted just so much time. Forget, yeah, forget the whole thing. You, you, but you both suck. Uh-huh. Um, he grabs the silver bullet and he goes in <laughs> and he says, you know, the doctor's like, you know, there's only one cure. <gasps> yeah, fuck you. Oh man, yeah, um, that was but, amazing. But yeah, so Tom walks in and he just sits down, you know, puts that rifle on the floor. You know, I thought he was gonna like light a cigar or something; it would have been cool. But he just shoots himself in the face. We don't see it. No, he, we get like a pan. Or we get a pan out to like the house. And what if he shoots himself? What if he? Well, dude. Put, put the barrel aside. I was telling Joe earlier before the show. I I felt like that was out of character for Tom to do. Because yeah. like, wouldn't that make Tom into the ultimate predator, like the ultimate hunter? Yeah, but yeah. the ultimate hunter has to hunt himself. He wouldn't though. I feel like he would just like relentlessly hunt, Whoa. or maybe he'd hunt other werewolves. Whoa. I don't know. Like it just, it just, it didn't seem like his Whoa. character to just give up like well, that. Well, it takes you back to the thing. It's like, what, what was his purpose for even hunting it? Was it for trophy or was it to protect? It was for trophy. Yeah. So, right, but like through learn, like from Doctor yeah. Lundgren, he learns like what a werewolf stages actually are, and like uh, he know he knows well, he's gonna lose control and he's gonna die eventually of a common cold yeah, because and, that's what the werewolf <laughs> virus does apparently. And like, I mean, there's no good ending to him. He's gonna die eventually. Yeah. He's just gonna lose control of himself as he does. Take himself than someone else take him. Yeah, but if I don't that know, weren't but, the case, then you think about it. It's like if he's just hunting for trophy. And not to protect others from the werewolf. He wouldn't worry about killing himself to protect others. Exactly. Right. But and, I think towards the so end of the rich. movie. He's so fucking rich. He can't just like, you know, have himself like either like be encased and studied or like, you know, or just keep fucking hunting and just like have other people research him like while he's going through these stages. I don't know. It just felt like there could have been a lot more like. It was just like, okay, we need to end this. Let's just kill him. It's like, he just has to like keep hiring researchers <laughs> over and over again because <laughs> yeah. he keeps killing them. Yeah, maybe. But He's like, yeah, the other people are like, quit. Offers a challenge, finds the greatest hunters in the world, yeah. challenges them to hunt him. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. The beast must die too. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, so that's The Beast Must Die, 1974. Uh, it was, it was, it, it was good. 
to a point. I don't I don't know if I would recommend it to somebody, but I I'm I'm glad I watched it. I mean, if you're into if you're into like 70s movies, I don't think it's a bad watch. I think it's a good movie to like catch on TV. You know, like if you have nothing to do for an entire day and like you catch <laughs> that, you catch the beast monster yeah. on TV it's, on it's, sci-fi or something. Not really a good Halloween movie either, to be honest. Like, it's not like a good. It, does, it doesn't really give yeah. you like werewolf the werewolf vibes that you want. Yeah, right. It's definitely not creepy. It's definitely actiony. More actiony than horror. Actiony. <laughs> I guess. Really? Uh, yeah, maybe not action. It's very dialogue heavy. Very dialogue heavy. There's like four action parts. <laughs> maybe. But you get to see a helicopter blow up. Pretty cool. You get to see him spray machine guns everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Never hits anything. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, I'd say maybe check it out. Maybe. Maybe. You know, maybe. I thought it was worth watching for me. Definitely. I mean, I actually kind of like this movie. I like the vibe to it. I like, I mean, I don't know. I just, I like this era of film. I just like how the pacing goes. I like the dialogue. And I like, uh, I thought it was a good movie. So I don't regret watching it at all. I'd no, I don't regret it. watching it. Yeah, you'd say I did it. Yeah, <laughs> it's always good to watch a movie you've never seen. Yeah. But that has been the Thanks for Waiting podcast. Uh, you can catch us on a bunch of plat- different platforms that we'll definitely know more about soon. And you can also email us at thanksforwaiting at gmail.com. You can send us, you know, any any anything at all. Spooky stories. No uh, critiques whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. um, just like any yeah. suggestions for movies that you want us to do. Yeah, anything spooky, anything weird, creepy. Like if you just send it. We might we we might end up uh, you know talking about it at the end of the show. Read it in the show. You know, this is it. Yeah. So yeah, that's a thanks for waiting podcast. Thanks for listening. And uh, until next time, we'll we'll catch you. Yeah. Catch you good. Yeah. Peace.